Good evening, everybody. The service for evening prayer begins on page 21. We'll begin in just a moment. <clears throat> let my prayer be set forth in thy sight as the incense, and let the lifting up of my hands be an evening sacrifice. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. And we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Bear thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. For the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 99 begins on page 462 of the Book of Common Prayer. The Lord is King. Be the people never so impatient. He sitteth between the cherubim. Be the earth never so unquiet. The Lord is great in Zion, and high above all people. They shall give thanks unto thy name, which is great, wonderful, and holy. The king's power loveth judgment. Thou hast prepared equity. Thou hast executed judgment and righteousness in Jacob. O oh, magnify the Lord our God, and fall down before his footstool, for he is holy. Moses and Aaron among his priests, and Samuel among such as call upon his name. These called upon the Lord, and he heard them. He spake unto them out of the cloudy pillar, for they kept his testimonies and the law that he gave them. Thou heardest them, O Lord our God. Thou forgavest them, O God, though thou didst punish their wicked doings. O magnify the Lord our God, and worship him upon his holy hill. For the Lord our God is holy. O be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Be ye sure that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. O go your ways into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. 
Be thankful unto him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the sixth chapter of the book of Isaiah. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above it stood seraphim, each one had six wings, with two he covered his face, with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. And one cried to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts, the whole earth is full of his glory. And the posts of the door were shaken by the voice of him who cried out, and the house was filled with smoke. So I said, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. And one of the seraphim flew to me, having in his hand a live coal, which he had taken with the tongs from the altar. And he touched my mouth with it, and said, Behold, this has touched your lips, your iniquity is taken away, and your sin is purged. Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then I said, Here am I, send me. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Saviour, for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name, and his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has showed strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath opened his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the seventh verse of the thirteenth chapter of the Epistle to the Hebrews. Remember those who rule over you, who have spoken the word of God to you, whose faith follow, considering the outcome of their conduct. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do not be carried about with various and strange doctrines. For it is good that the heart be established by grace, not with foods which have not profited those who have occupied with them. We have an altar from which those who serve the tabernacle have no right to eat. For the bodies of those animals, whose blood is brought into the sanctuary by the high priest for sin, are burned outside the camp. Therefore Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered outside the gate. Therefore let us go forth to him, outside the camp, bearing his reproach. For here we have no continuing city, but we seek the one to come. Therefore by him let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. 
but do not forget to do good and to share, for with such sacrifices God is well pleased. Obey those who rule over you and be submissive, for they watch out for your souls, as those who must give account. Let them do so with joy and not with grief, for that would be unprofitable for you. Pray for us, for we are confident that we have a good conscience, in all things desiring to live honorably. But I especially urge you to do this, that I may be restored to you the sooner. Now may the God of peace, who brought up our, so our Lord Jesus from the dead, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you complete in every good work to do his will, working in you what is well-pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. And glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Keep, we beseech thee, O Lord, thy church, with thy perpetual mercy. And, because the frailty of man without thee cannot but fall, keep us ever by thy help from all things heart hurtful, and lead us to all things profitable to our salvation. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everybody, and uh, it's nice to be with you again today. Um, I think uh, tonight's lessons have a, a consistent theme throughout. Um, 
beginning in the Psalter of some imagery of um, the holiness of God and of his presence um, in the temple, but also um, prior to the temple in Psalm 99, where um, the psalmist is reflecting on um, the cloudy pillar that follows the Israelites through the Exodus in the wilderness um, and helps direct Moses and Aaron and the priests. And I think it's a good place to start with this psalm this evening in that the psalmist here, um, as he recognizes um, God's holiness and and his um, providence in following them through the wilderness, that he is king and he is the guider of Israel, and that um, the Lord was able to direct them throughout the wilderness. And he concludes the psalm by recognizing that um, he heard them, he protected them, and then um, he also was able to um, punish their wrongdoings, but also forgave them of those. And in Psalm 100, um, just following that, um, this is a very recognizable psalm, as it's uh, also one of the canticles that we sometimes recite during morning, the morning office. Um, and it's just an awesome song of praise to God. And I think the psalmist, I think the lectionary this evening is very wise in putting it right after Psalm 99, in which we recognize the holiness of God and his providence in directing the Israelites and Israel, um, and also um, in recognizing that that we should um, praise him, not just us, but everybody. Um, as the psalmist says, oh, be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands, um, and serve him with gladness. And that's what Isaiah is going to do this evening in his calling. So um, it, we get in the Old Testament lesson this evening, chapter six, Isaiah's calling uh, by God to be a prophet for Israel. And this is where we pick up some more of that temple imagery as I had spoken about at the very beginning. Um, in Isaiah's vision in God's calling, um, he is, uh, the Lord is um, sitting on high on his throne, attended by seraphim. There's incense. Um, there's very clear uh, liturgical words being sung by the seraphim in praise and worship of God's holiness, um, similar to our uh, psalmist this, this evening. And then um, he prepares Isaiah for his ministry. Um, he, in the temple, um, in the temple imagery where the Jews would have sacrificed to prepare, to, to, to ask forgiveness of sins and to offer thanksgiving to God and to prepare for their ministry and in their um, um, showing of themselves as a holy nation under God or un, with God to the, the rest of the world. Um, so Isaiah is going to, in this vision, be given the, the coal, the very, very strong image of coal being placed on his tongue and then God, or the angel, declare, the seraphim declaring him um, forgiven of his sins and worthy to speak the praise and or, or speak to his people as the prophet. And then after that, um, he says, send me out, Lord. And something interesting about tonight's lesson, just to keep in mind as we as we move into the Hebrews lesson, is shortly after Isaiah gets placed, and we stopped a little before this, but what we get immediately after this in chapter six of Isaiah is um, a really kind of puzzling imagery. Uh, as soon as the Lord prepares um, Isaiah for his ministry as a prophet, he tells him, um, that he hopes that the people of Israel don't hear his words um, because um, he will speak to Israel, but they may not hear him so that God can work out his justice in the world. And it's sometimes a little puzzling to us, but um, I think it's something to reflect on as we as we move into the Hebrews lesson this morning, this, this evening. And so it's a good transition into into the letter for the Hebrews. And um, tonight we're actually uh, we didn't go through the whole book. We're picking up at the end here um, this evening in just that short section in chapter 13. Um, but what I think interesting, what I think is interesting about this section is um, the, the the picking up again of the temple imagery, and it's bracketed by the exhortation of the um, 
uh, the author of the epistle to, to remember those who rule over you and to follow those. And he backs that up pretty clearly, not just by those, you know, maybe himself from the authority figure or maybe even the apostles, but also in that of Jesus Christ. And um, he starts at, in verse eight, he says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. And he picks up with the temple imagery again in, in, in verse 10 through verses 10 through 16, where um, we have uh, the, the, um, the conversation where he talks about the blood um, is brought into the sanctuary by the high priest for sin. And then the bodies of the, uh, of the bulls and, and, and goats are burned outside of the temple walls after um, the sprinkling of the blood. And then he compares this imagery of the temple, um, which we pick up, which uh, comes from Leviticus chapter 16, actually, this, the, the imagery of the temple and the offering for sin um, being the day of atonement in, in, as established by God through Moses in Leviticus 16 for Aaron. Um, and, and like the rest of the book of Hebrews, um, the conclusion is, is, is very similar. The temple imagery, the sacrificial imagery of Jesus uh, that we see throughout the rest of the, um, uh, the, the, the letter to the Hebrews employed by the author is picked up yet again by, in verse 12 when he says that Jesus, therefore Jesus also, might sanctify people with his own blood, suffering outside the gate. Um, and there, and then he, he, then again, he moves forward and makes another connection that we should go out and follow him outside the camp, bearing his reproach. For we have, uh, have no continuing city, but we seek the one to come. And this is where I think, um, we have some pause for reflection this evening on, on following, um, um, following Jesus outside the gate, um, and into the world, um, as, as Isaiah was going to, to, to prophesy of God's maybe some some hard prophecy that he was going to have to um, work through in Israel, and like we're going to follow Jesus and his sacrifice, the author, the author of Hebrews recognizes that the church, the people of God, are going to have to um, be in the world and going to have to suffer. But as we as um, he explains in the rest of the book of Hebrews, that Jesus has gone before us, and that we should follow in his example, and that is our hope. And so I think as we close out Embertide this evening um, with our last office service of the Embertide season, it's something for us to reflect on in our own ministries and in that of the church. Um, and the Embertide season, again, as we've talked about in a lot of the offices, it's an opportunity for us to pray for the sacred ministry, but also to pray for the renewal of the church, um, for the body, um, so that there we have more lay ministers and also more sacred ministers through that as we, as we uh, pray for the Holy Spirit to enrich the um, uh, the ministry of our church. And so I think this evening we um, should look to the author of the Hebrews to follow our leaders, to follow those um, sacred ministers to whom we hold dear to pray for them, and then also to follow the the ultimate high priest, Jesus, and his sacrifice and respond to him the same way that Isaiah responded to God. Here I am. Send me. We will return this evening and take a moment to um, call to mind um, all those for whom we're praying for, and we'll pick up with the general intercession on page 590 this evening. And accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. And may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, 
and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, and do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And I'd like to close this evening with one last collect uh, for the increase of ministry on page 39 of the Book of Common Prayer. O Almighty God, look mercifully upon the world which thou hast redeemed by the blood of thy dear Son, and incline the hearts of many to dedicate themselves to the sacred ministry of thy church. Through the same thy Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Robert, for reading and responding this evening. Everyone have a good rest of your Saturday. Thanks, Carl. Have a good night, everybody. Good night.